This episode is brought to you by Patreon, specifically the Comic Pop Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash comic pop and find out more about how you can keep the lights on here at Comic Pop. And don't worry, we've got plenty of fun rewards, including early access to videos and weekly updates about what's happening here at the studio. That's patreon.com slash comic pop. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. Mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusader for law. I'm Tiffany. This is the only weekly comic book review show where you take the books from this past week, recap them, review them, tell you what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations for books that are coming out this week we think you should pick up, where we do some giveaways as well. I don't know any other weekly live comic book review show on YouTube that also does giveaways like we do. For instance... If you would like to win a rare limited edition gold copy of this week's Exo Manowar number two, all you have to do to win this copy, or a copy very similar to it, uh, is to, in the chat right now while you're watching live, use the hashtag Valiant. Now that we're getting a C of hashtag Valiant, I will give you the stipulations. Those being, you must live in the continental United States of America, and you must stick around until the end of the show. When the show concludes, we will read a uh, randomly selected audience member's name, and uh, then they'll sound off in the chat. And what you do is uh, we'll, we'll select you as a winner, and then you got to email me directly, sal at comicpop.net, and uh, I'll uh, I'll get your deets, get your digits. Yeah. And we'll uh, we'll make sure to mail that off to you. Uh, so yeah, if you want to win something, which I rarely do, you could. Uh, <laughs> Whatever I enter contest, I never really won. That is so not true. You you won that. You um, won that statue. Yeah, I mean that was years ago, but you still did it. It's almost ten years ago. You still did it. Um, but I did win that. I we also win. stuffed the ballot box. I, that. I don't win anything. Well, you could win this if you were watching this live. If you weren't participating already, get out of here. No, no, don't, don't steal it from these good people. That's fair. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> uh, so that's an incentive for you to stick around till the end of the show. Of course, you should stick around to the end of the show anyway, because of course uh, we got a lot of fun goodies for you. And that's at the end is when we do the recommendations. So yeah, and we like you. Yeah, and we want to hang out. This is the one of the only two options that I have to hang out with you guys live. This is the only one you got uh, that is here on YouTube. Of yeah. course, if you wanted to hang out with Tiffany live any other day of the week, you could do so tomorrow and Wednesday on twitch.tv slash comic pop, where you can watch Tiffany play video games and hang out with you for a couple hours at least. Uh, this week, you're going to be playing Miles Morales. I just finished it. Yes. Um, so yeah. So now we'll, I can confidently just go go ham. Yep. You can, you can yell spoilers to your I, heart's content. I, yeah, that was, that was rough. I know, and I I'm like, sorry about that. I was like, oh no, I'm saying things. Yeah, so there yeah. you have it. Uh, got a lot to cover, so make sure to go over to twitch.tv slash comic pop to follow Tiffany at uh, twitch.tv slash comic pop and watch her Tuesdays and Wednesdays every week, uh, except for like, you know, holidays and stuff, but otherwise. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and of course, I want to give a special shout out to Tiffany for her birthday, which was the other day. Happy birthday, Tiffany. Uh, congratulations on celebrating another trip around the sun. And uh, <laughs> I made it one more year. You did it. Woo! It made it through 2020. It. Cheers. Thank you. Survival. <laughs> I did not know you were going to do that. Mm -mm. So you didn't get me at the beginning of the show, so you got me. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, also, we want to mention this show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you're watching this show live, you are a secret sponsor of today's episode. All you have to do to sponsor the show is use the Super Chats and make a question or comment. We'll read it here on the show. The proceeds go into the infrastructure that is this channel and uh, allows us to continue to do things unfettered. Uh, we can do the, the, the Valiant sponsorship. I don't get paid for that. That's just a giveaway that we think is fun and it'll like shine some light on a book that you know doesn't have a lot of... Uh, doesn't have too many readers as compared to something like death metal um and uh, and yeah just just a good way to, to to highlight some small press yes um but uh, but yeah that's it that's all the ways we get money is through you <laughs> uh because sponsors don't touch us uh brian Rowland says can't watch the whole show live but can't wait for a ten of swords talk and more later by the way get ghost net and bat bat ghost maker and clown hunter stink agreed i uh i said that i would stop reading batman and i have i've quit the book um, I, uh, I saw on the cover of the most recent issue, um, Batman, Ghostmaker, and Clown Hunter will fight for Gotham's soul. I imagine that what probably happened was they didn't really fight into the last two pages, and then, uh, no one wins anything. I read it. Yeah? Cool. You could review it. Uh, and you can <laughs> review it from now on, because I don't buy this book. I... Uh, Colin Shepard, I won't be able to stay for the show, but I am excited to listen to the audio version that will be uploaded. Keep up the good work. Team Comic Bob. Thanks, Colin. Yay! For and uh, for, for, you know, shouting out the audio, which is, of course, over on every place where podcasts are available under the Elseworlds Exchange podcast. Right. Uh, Rodney Coverdale helping us out in the big bad way. Thank, thank you very, thank much, you very Rodney. much, Rodney. Here's to keeping the lights on and to the beautiful Comic Pop crew. Well, thank you, Rodney. You are beautiful as well. On the inside, we're beautiful. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us more than others. Uh, Gabe Simmons, I know your views on King's Batman, but will you guys be picking up Batcat? 12 issues i'm optimistic and it's based on that three timeline annual he did that i loved yeah i'm gonna be picking that up nice and it is not gonna be colored in any way by the fact that uh king and i now have like a weird rapport uh but i am excited because i said i've always said 12 issues that's that's what that dude ex excels at that's his thing so i'm gonna see you that know what because i hate thing. his batman love every 12 issue series yeah it'll probably be somewhere in the middle because i also don't like his rorschach <laughs> You know what it is, though, that I think it's more has to do with subject matter than it does his story. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's just like, I just don't want to, I don't care. Yeah. You know? Like, right. I, I liked Rorschach as the character from Watchmen. And yeah. it turns out I don't, I don't want another iteration or. No, or, I don't care. Like, I don't want anymore. Like, it's just like, it doesn't I'm, matter how like good I'm it is. Good. Just don't want anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> that being said, I mean, like, if, if I was offered the job, I guess I'd, I guess I'd try it. Sure. Because what am I, an idiot? I thought so, I wouldn't take it. No, because it's just such a yeah. It's an it's a thankless job. Yeah. You must you must have a really good pitch. I yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say like you know I was gonna try to pretend like it was because I'm just such a you know a bastion of integrity. Yeah, and it's more like I I wouldn't even know where to start. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a lot of work. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, if you uh, so if you want to win a copy of this Exo Man War, this gold edition, limited edition of issue number two, which of course comes out this Wednesday, uh, hashtag Valiant. If you live in the, in the continental United States, stick around to the end to find out if you've won. Yeah. Um, if you didn't stick out around until the end, we just moved to the next one because there's like a there, there's like a, a randomizer that uh, our mod Danielle handles for us. Uh, so it's all fair, but it's also to the person who stuck around. Yeah. So hashtag Valiant. Use that in the chat, and we'll make it happen. So yeah, it up. <clears throat> uh, there's a lot to talk about, I guess, right? You read more than I did. I read, I read two books. I read 
four. All right. Well, because I didn't want to rush my Andes, and I just didn't have mm-hmm. uh, the time. That's fair. Um, you wanna, you wanna. Yeah. To be fair, like you know what it turns out is the week right before I go on break for for Thanksgiving is um that's the week everyone remembers all the things you have to do at work. Yeah. Oh, that's that's uh that's just shocking. It's just I I always I always like get like lulled into a false sense of security where I'm just like we're gonna be great. Look, we're we're oh no, no. No, we're not. Anyway, I read Batman this week. I'm yes. just going to really kind of just jump into that. Yeah, really how's, how's Tynan's Batman? Ghostmaker, Clown Hunter. You know what's funny? Like, I really don't care about those characters, honestly, <clears throat> no. at all. And, like, there was actually, like, a fun moment in this book between Ghostmaker and Batman that I really enjoyed. And mm-hmm. then it's just completely shut down and it doesn't matter. And I'm like, that's really a shame. <laughs> um, but honestly, I, I feel like my biggest gripe right now is harley mm. yeah do you mean the fact that she's like kind of shoehorned into the book she's shoehorned into the book but like you know like regardless of her motivations like trying to be like you know helpful helpful or like wanting to like you know turn over a new leaf and like try to be a good guy and like we've seen harley do this before um and, and in this like harley's really like acting like she's never been in charge of her own life Right. And like, I'm like, I'm starting a new, I'm turning over a new leaf. I've got a new uh, she's lease like, on life. Someone's always been there to tell me what to do. Like, you know, it's always like, you know, the Joker told me like what to do and who to kill. And like Waller told me like what to do and who to kill. Right. And I'm like. What about your solo series? Yeah, what about your like, what? <laughs> what about Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiotti's book? So like, that's where I was like, that's kind of weird. Fine, whatever. She's here. And like, I'm sure she's here to, to service something because like maybe Tyna wants to write about her um yeah i'm sure but like servicing the dollars right but like also like she's meant to be like kind of like a foil i guess for ghost hunter no for clown hunter yeah clown hunter fine whatever like it's just really full of like stupid unnecessary names but like in this like Ghostmaker is like we get to see like a like a flashback to like Ghostmaker in the desert with bruce and like he comes to him and he's like yeah night of the ninja let's fight whatevs and like bruce is like that's like go away Okay. He's like, that's not how this works. And he right. like plops down in the sand next to him. And like, it's the anniversary of Bruce's <laughs> parents' death. Ah. And he's like, I'm out. I'm not doing anything tonight. And he's just like, and basically Ghostmaker's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and like, Bruce is like, you don't, you never feel sorry. And he's like, no, not for that. Like, because you're a loser. Because <laughs> you, you suck. You cool. suck. But then like later on, Batman's like, essentially like Babs can't hear anything. Oh, like she can't hear through the... Like the... she can't hear what Ghostmaker is saying and she can't oh. see him. She can only like hear what Bruce is saying <clears throat> and like it's driving her crazy. And like, she's like, you know, what is he saying? And he's like, Batman's like, oh, he's he's upset because like I make I made fun of him <laughs> when we were 16 because he, I guess, wanted to go by the name Ghostmaker then. Uh-huh. And like Batman's like, that's stupid. That's such a dumb name. You don't need a, you don't need a stupid name to like fight crime in Gotham. Right, except for and, Batman. And like, Ghostmaker's like, how long did it take you to become Batman? Right. Okay. Right, fine, whatever. Like, but like Batman's like, you know, they end up talking about how like, you know, you used to beat me until this time. And then like, I turned 20 and then like, I won every match between the two of us, Ghostmaker. And I'm like, that is really not the story you seem to be telling us prior to this. No, it seemed like he was his match equal, perhaps even better. We don't yeah. Know. But like the idea is that like Ghostmaker is there to do what Joker just kind of recently did, where it was like, you know, you're not good enough for Gotham. Right. And I'm going to show you why. Like, you're too soft and like, you don't know how to like really help the city and like, I arrived in Gotham. I've been here for 
12 hours. Here are all the things I did. Like I stopped a serial killer who like the police couldn't connect the dots for and like he didn't put on a mask. And so like, he really flew under the radar. <laughs> and like, I, I tipped off the FBI to like a shipment of like weapons from Santa Prisca. And I like, uh, um, Oh, I, I turned in all this information about like these like justices of the peace who like were like dirty. Okay. So he's like, Look at how easy it is to save Gotham if I wasn't just if if I weren't if I, you if it wasn't try, try like you know running around as Batman right. or trying to like save this like kid who like killed twenty four people or whatever yeah and like here's where I thought it was really like neat until it literally wasn't like right. here's one moment that I was like that's that's cool right because like Ghostmaker's like beating on Batman and like Batman's like the guy's name was this, like the serial killer. Mm. And like, he's like, what? He's like, I knew what his name was. <laughs> right, I figured it he's out. Like, I had like, I think it's Orphan was watching him. Ah. And he's like, we were waiting to see where his like trophy cash was. Cause oh. like, we wanted to be able to give the families back something, but now they'll never have that because of you. <laughs> so, and each, let me get each one. Each one, Batman's like- I've already solved that yeah, crime. Bat- but like, it's leading to a bigger thing. Like, I'm more effective because I know, I can see the bigger Because I know picture. what Gotham needs. He's yeah. like, you know, with the weapons, he's like, I filled them with wax ammunition, but like, we were going to find out who the buyer was. Yeah. And we're like, with the justices of the peace, like, we had like, this whole sting operation and like, you just undid like, months of work of like, actually taking them down and getting them yeah. arrested for something. Right, right. And like, Ghostmaker's like, what what and he's like you know no, you suck and he just like and they fight so, i was like that was such a good takedown of this character and i was like oh my gosh is tynan literally gonna make it like two issues and like this guy's out yeah because that's all he's worth right no and that's where it completely kind of lost me because mm. i was like that was so brilliant that's funny that batman just dresses him down he's just like no you've never understood it like for yeah. you it's all about like a competition and for me it's about actually doing the thing that's needed right and i was like that's cool that's funny but it doesn't matter because they're the tynan has now created two characters who are like representatives of the worst of like today's generation of people where it's like you know punchline's like i'm doing it for the lols you know like i'm a like i yeah I, uh, she's doing it for like i'm i'm like a try hard anti like i'm a contrarian and then, like, Ghostmaker's like, and I do it because fuck you. Because everything's stupid, right? Well, and it's like, oh my it, god, It's funny, because really? he's just like, I'm effective because it's like, I can, like, check this off my list. Right. And it's like, but that's not really how it works. You're not really helping anybody. Yeah, like, that's not actually as effective as you think it is, and here's all the reasons why. And yeah. I was like... That's Again, cool. That's cool, but it doesn't matter. Like, right. that's not the end of the story. No. And I was like, that's a shame. Yeah. That's a real shame. Yeah. Um... Clown Hunter goes after Harley after Batman like saves him. Right. They, by the way, they, they don't actually fight. Ghostmaker and Clown Hunter don't fight. Oh, so the, fight so who all. gets the soul of Gotham? <laughs> Nobody. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like I I just don't. Thank you, by the way, everybody for the birthday wishes. You guys are so sweet. So I was scrolling through and I was like, uh. <laughs> sorry. Thank you. Um, thank you, thank you. Um, it's just. I really wanted to like this because I like Tynan and I, and I think he's very competent Same. and like he had been writing detective. Right. And like, yep. I just, and he's the only this, one at, at DC who cares about Tim Drake. Like he, yeah, this just isn't clicking for me right now, except for this like one shining moment where Batman got to be Batman. Batman right. But like, yes, as, <clears throat> as pointed out, like he's got his ghost net. And I, like for this guy, like for Ghostmaker, that's so on brand yeah, for him. Like absolutely. not even just calling it Ghostnet. I mean, like just how dumb that is, and how mm-hmm. it's like he's just you know it's all about the Flash and the show for him in a right, way. Right, right, right. But then you turn to like Clown Hunter, and he has his bat, which he named Bat, and it's like cool. 
Like, it's funny, right? Like, I, it's, well, like, self-referential. And if at the end of the day, like, Tynan is using this as a way to, like, identify why some of the concepts that people think will improve Batman won't, that'd be kind of cool. But, like, I don't have faith I don't see that happening. He had, a, he had an event with Joker that could have been really cool, and he couldn't make it happen. I know. No, I know. And, and so, like, I don't necessarily have the, you know, the, the, the good faith in his ability to pull a strong story out of this right now. I mm-hmm. could be proven wrong and I would very much like to be. Um, yeah. But like this just, bad this just really wasn't for me. It, it didn't, it doesn't just didn't resonate. No. So that's fair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> James Olette says you provide awesome entertainment. Thank you, James. Well, you thank you very awesome much. Super chat. We appreciate it, man. <laughs> so thank you very much, James. Uh, Raj Patel. I can't wait to hear what you guys think about hellions given how <laughs> darkly hilarious it was. Sad to see Hellblazer is ending this week. Yeah, it is. And happy belated birthday to Tiffany. Hashtag save Hellblazer. Well, thank you very much. That would be a great birthday present. Um, but yes, this week is the last issue is coming out. Issue 12 of Cyspurrier's <clears throat> Hellblazer. So pick it up if you can. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Supertastic, thank you very much for your Supertastic. Oh my gosh, Super thank you. Uh, happy late birthday, Tiffany. Looking forward to your X-Men segments each week. Oh, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. I branded today. That's right. I really wanted to wear the hat, and then I felt like the shirt had a match, and this is like really my only long-sleeved <clears throat> X-Men, X-Men shirt. shirt, so that was the... It's cold. It's yeah, cold outside. It's true. I didn't want to layer. <laughs> uh, the Shannon Channel, I've been watching you guys since 2014, and I really appreciate the love and passion you put into everything you do. If you had to guess Hickman's endgame for X-Men, what would you say? Uh, if I had to guess, I think it's going to be like a big... I think it's going to be a reboot. It could be. Yeah, I think we're going to moira it up. Yeah, it could literally just be... He takes us on a whirlwind adventure, like just going down a path that really hasn't been explored in terms of like everybody working together in this way without like using humanity necessarily as like a common enemy as yep. much as it's just, like, more a common goal that they have. Yeah. And then he could easily just put the toys back in the box with having made some changes that could resonate. Yeah. Or like not resonate, but like last. Yes. Yeah, so like lasting around. changes. Yeah. I think he's going to secret wars it up. I think it's going to be like about at the end of the day, it'll probably be about Xavier and Magneto. And I think it'll be like illustrating that like there is a fundamental difference between the two of them and their goals. And like, you know, when Xavier becomes more Magneto-y, it gets creepy and sex like crazed. And when Magneto gets more Xavier-y, you know, he just tries to pervert the dream. You know, I I think it's going to be about that. I mean, it would be honestly ballsy if like they just found a way like if they were going to like mirror it up and like just reset the timeline. and And then they're like, no, you have to live with this. Yeah. You have to live with this mess that you've made. Right. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Dini Dude 7, for my Pokemon fans, is Ghostmaker not just the Batman version of Gary? It sucks <laughs> because I've been following Tynan since 2017. That is exactly what he is, honestly. Gary! <laughs> or, for you pro ZD fans, uh, you know, Dildo Face. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Dildo Face. <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, so, let's move on um, from Batman. So, where do we go next? I know you have two big things. That yeah, we're so I figured we'll, do, we'll just do previously. Oh, okay, yeah. Because, like, literally, after we ended last week's show, I was like, you know what I haven't done one time during this entire coverage of Ten of Swords? I haven't gone previously on X-Men. <gasps> and then kind of recapped what, what happened previously. And, and then previously was literally, we've just kind of gotten into the actual competition phase where it's very obvious that very few sword fights are actually going to be <laughs> happening. Because yeah. the fact is that Saturnine 
is a bitch. Yep. And she has very much her own, you know, agenda. agenda and she's fixed the games and like it's very ridiculous and over the top and like almost kind of a critique of like what X-Men has been and can be. You yeah. know what I mean? Where it's just, haha, we have to do these things because reasons and like whatevs. Yeah. Um, and we'll find out what those reasons are throughout I I, I think by next week. Next week's it. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, this week. Yeah. Um, next week. Well, next week when we chat about it. Um, but um, this week we went right into X-Force, um, which was X-Force number 14, which was part 17 of 22 of Ten of Swords. And essentially it was, remember that Pog or Pog fight between Magic and Magic he? And, and he and I was like, that is so like, oh, that's a shame. Like just, it was a arm wrestling, an arm wrestling match. It turns out they're going to fight again. Okay. So it's like, nope, here we go again. You know, that was lame. Yeah, but you got to put your swords down. Oh my god! So no, it's just like a fist fight. Okay. This time, and um, Magic lets herself be eaten because she realized something that like Pog or Pog, like the whole like alligator thing, that's like a suit. What? And there's like a little man inside. Yeah. And so she pulls Is him it out. Is gremlin? Um, no, it's just a little guy. Oh, okay. It's just a little man. Okay. It's just Pog. Uh, well i think pog is the word for sword and that's why he's pog anyway uh, but like so like she just beats him she's like is it to the death or just not? i don't care right either way I'm just, i'm just gonna, I just, punch I'm just gonna punch you a lot good and so then like it's a racco five krakoa three that's and, their first like new point in a long time yeah and then we just literally see a whole bunch of ridiculous challenges between the two lands right where he's like they're in a dungeon and they're pushing boulders up a hill and the, an eating contest and a dancing contest and, yeah. a, and a puzzle contest and a fashion show oh my god and you're like so they're really putting like look this is what we're doing ah ha, ha, ha. if you hated the last like couple of issues you're gonna really hate this yeah but they're one but panel it's like a joke yeah they're one panel and like it's just you know i don't think anybody involved in this competition thinks that it's fair mm-hmm. or that it means anything because it's no. almost as though while Araco honestly is uh, like Amenth and Araco are a threat, like mm-hmm. a real threat. Like Saturnine is so like flippant about this whole thing. Yes, she's just like whatever. Let's have she's a party. Like, well, like to me, this is her way of saying this is how stupid, stupid. your little war is. Right, and that's how I'm going to treat it. Yeah, yeah. Like okay. that's this is what like to I, I feel like that's her approach to this whole thing. She's like she, she's, this is all so dumb. Makes sense. Yeah, everything that you're doing is 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 beneath me. Mm-hmm. And so like. A little more of what Saturnine is looking to get out of this is kind of revealed in that, like, obviously she wants Brian to be Captain Britain again. And so she calls him that. And he's like, that's not my name. And she's like, no, it's yours yeah, to take, Yeah, but that's dumb. Though. The fact that we even, like, made you not Captain Britain anymore is stupid. Well, I mean, like... It's funny. She was, like, a purist. She's like, no. this is dumb. Wolverine isn't smoking or kicking ass. And and you're not Captain Britain. You're, you're not Cap- Captain Britain. You're Captain Avalon right Where, now. Why isn't Excalibur? Like, where's Megan? <laughs> <laughs> she's on the island. She's on Krakoa. Yeah, well, she's not on Excalibur, and that's nonsense. Um, She don't want... She's on Paradise. Where's with Kunlun? Her, with her family. Where she's got a kick. Yeah. What? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Why isn't it with him? I think it is. Well, what the hell? Um. Anyway. Um. Make him a, make their kid a dragon. <laughs> anyway, so essentially, she is very much just like, but you should be, and he's like, you set this up to kill my sister, and you think I'm going to be Captain Britain now? Right. Like, get bent. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, yeah. That's fine. She set herself up for failure, but she already knows that, and so she has completely rigged the challenge he's in to make it work in her favor and so he's in like a foot race against um redroot who is that like cypher allegory for Araco, mm-hmm. you know the tree lady yeah and like 
she's very slow. It's like the tortoise and the hare. And he's like, there's no way you're going to win this like competition. And then this like bunch of like weird steampunk Android looking things show up and like Saturn has sent them to like hold back Brian. Yeah. And so he's like, this isn't fair. You clearly rigged this in every single competition. Right. And she's like, uh-huh. yeah, that's, uh, oh, you, and the last crosses the finish line. Exactly. And so Redroot totally takes it, but in like her, like, she's very slow. So she's just kind of walking it across. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, she's like speed walking. Uh-huh. And um, as she's doing that, her elbow hits something in the uh, Crooked Market, which is J- Mad Jim Jasper's like domain. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, everything has a cost here. Right. And so, like, yes, you did win. But, like, she's like, he tells her that, like, you know, she knocked it over. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, she feels really badly. And he's okay. like, he's like, oh, yeah, look at that. And she's like, how much, how much does it cost? Like, what do I owe you? What and he's point? Like, he's like, it was, it was, it was priceless. And uh. so then, like, he takes her and puts her in the jar it was in. What? So she's not in the book anymore? Yeah, now she's, like, tiny. Oh, my God. And, like, you know saturnine's like she just learned a little lesson but now look at the carnage you wrought in the crooked market brian and fighting my guys mm. can you imagine what he's gonna ask of you <laughs> the only way to avoid it is for you to ask my help oh my god i'm like i just i just hate you so much yep <laughs> um we have like an info dump page in which mojo is watching all of this Right. And so he's taking notes on all the competition. And he's talking about how he's going to spin those into like episodes of things and Yay! TV shows. And I'm like, I hate you. Go away. I know you hate Mojo. Don't, don't. I like it because uh, if, if if I assume correctly, <laughs> Mojo is pretty much for Marvel editorial toxic Twitter fans of Marvel. <laughs> so like anyone who's been like, I hate Ed Ten of Swords. It's bullshit. No one's having any cool sword fights. This is lame and stupid. And this character should do this. Mojo says those things. No, he says things like, you know, um, when Captain Britain is turning to Crystal Shore, he's like, this episode could be a cliffhanger for the television event. Like, let's draft a script. And like, for the magic fights, he's like, let's have her lose both of them. And then she becomes his lover. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. That, All right, Mojo. That, that's what Mojo's doing. Um, anyway, magic takes place in a spelling competition. This is where I'm like, oh my God, okay. what are we doing? And like, the answer is magic and she spells it wrong. Because it's her name. Yeah. Like, she spelled it like her name. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, then there's one like that's interesting and like I kind of wish this had like more I, I wish this one wasn't couched in the like funny ha 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 Saturday night is a, a, a total douche yeah um, in which um, the the sword and um, the white sword and Wolverine are standing in front of two mirrors and they're going to be faced with every person they've ever killed oh. and whoever blinks first loses okay and like we see that Wolverine does lose yeah um, but like as he's like watching like one like a tear falls down his, his <laughs> that's cheek. cool and i was like that's really sad and that could have been really well done given the space why isn't that in the wolverine book right i, <laughs> I don't know oh uh, there's one where they have to kill a kitten war was yes, gonna do that I saw um that so war internet. is my least favorite character of Naturally, all time yeah um so anyway at the end of the day oh by the way death and storm do have a sword fight okay and it turns out, remember that the was it the blight swill that Wolverine and Storm drank during their drinking competition? Yes. That's a factor. Oh. It re- that's what took away Wolverine's healing factor. Mm-hmm. It was like it siphons away their powers. It will give it back. Right, but, but for like, the for the fight. But like Wolverine has a healing factor, so it's pushed his, it through his system pretty quickly and yes. Storm doesn't. But so Storm's she- like, I didn't have powers when I beat Callisto. <laughs> like well, she did. She just didn't use them. But, like, she's also, like, she doesn't feel right. Mm. And so, like, she's in this fight, and, like, Death helps her up. 
And he's like, I'm asking you to dance. Mm. And they have a sword battle. Right. And he's like, you know, it's fine. Like, you know, I get you're not feeling well, but like, we still have to battle. got to fight. And like, she's like, oh, yeah. No, the thing about that is that like, my powers might be gone, but like, that's not what makes me a badass. <laughs> and she kicks his ass. Cool. And she kills him. Oh. Because like, she stabs him and then he takes his helmet off and he's like, prepare to see the last thing all living creatures see before they die. And then she takes the sword and she puts it up and it reflects it back at him. Oh, that's cool. And, uh, and then she- and then But you're not death, death. Oh no, she shatters the sword and then she stabs him in, in the chest. That's cool. And she's like, cool. And they're like in the vampire land. <laughs> and so she's like, well, he's bleeding, have at it. And like the oh, vampires no. leap down from the stands. <laughs> I was like, ooh, okay. Ooh. Th- thank you, Storm. That's um, cool. So that was X, like that's all of X-Force. X-Force is just, just showing you like, Hey, we need to like like explain how we get to the point levels that we're at. Right. Which like Arako's at seventeen and Krakoa has six. Yeah. So it's like okay, we're yeah, the whole in- goddamn thing could be Dumbledore. Well, like it'll be ended. It'll be like four forty nine to to Krakoa's four. I'm gonna guess it's only if Brian actually like bangs Saturnine. Like, no, Saturnine could just be like, oh, but they showed great valor, and so six hundred thousand points for Gryffindor. Sure, I accept the fact that she doesn't clearly like any of the mutants. No, um, but like, who does at this so, point? So anyway, then we have to travel over to Hellions, which I've really been enjoying this book because it's like. You know, it was very dark, but it has sinister in it, so it definitely has that, like, sarcasm and, like, you know, just, you know, people like sinister, people hate sinister, people like to hate sinister, you know yes. what I mean? Like, well, he's a douche. And, like, do you remember when they, they were sent, like, Sinister came up with a plan that, like, they should send the Hellions in to Arako to get the swords for everybody else, and then Sinister <laughs> got sent with them? Yes! Yeah, we pick up with that Okay, story. cool, good. And so, like... They walk through the gate into Arako, the Hellions. Oh. And like, Havoc's missing an eye. And like, I love the way this opens. This is such like a like D&D kind of trope where it's like, they're talking about this adventure that happened that we don't get to see. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh yeah, I guess that like, you know, those hippogriffs really took that bridge toll pretty seriously. Mm-hmm. Havoc, next time I'll get the, like, the other one. You know, mm-hmm. it clearly took his eye. Right. Um, and, and, and so like everyone's worse for wear, um, and they are like, okay, now let's go find those swords. Where are we going to go? You better, you better know what to do next, Mr. Sinister. Grey Crow <laughs> is still enthralled. Yes. Um, Nanny is riding, remember, um, Saturnine's horse, Silkmane? Yeah. Still riding the horse. That horse is like skeletal at this point. Aww. Like it's just like, its skin is hanging off of its body. Mm-hmm. And when they get there... They're like, um, so, like, what now? And there's, like, a dude there. Yeah. And the dude's like, what's, what's up? And they're like, oh, no, we've been discovered. <laughs> and, like, they're like, oh, we, we got it. We're here to find the swords and, like, stop whatever, right? right. Like, where are they? And everyone like, has them already, man. That's literally, yeah, the guy's like, what are you talking about? That's over. They're, they're in We're in, like, other part 18 world. or 22. Yeah, we're, they're in other world. They're fighting. And, like, they're all like, Oh, you suck. You you're the one that led us through there and he totally boned it up and like mm-hmm. didn't know how to get anywhere. Yeah. And then it turns out that he has an actual ulterior motive, surprising no one who's reading these books because it's Mr. Sinister. Yep. And he wanted to go to Arako in order to get genetic samples so that he could manipulate those back on Krakoa. Yeah. And that's all he wanted to do. Right. He had no intention of getting any swords of whatsoever. Not. Yeah, okay. That's cool. That's 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 that tracks. Right? It totally tracks. And so then um 
Havoc is going to like beat the hell out of Mr. Sinister. And the gentleman they're talking to, uh, Tarn, is like, uh, you let your children talk to you like that? I don't let them look me in the eye. And then like it's revealed he has like all these like mutants behind him. And yeah. I say mutants because they're like mutated mutants. Yeah. And they're the locust vile. And the locust vile is essentially Tarn is like a Mr. Sinister for this world where he <laughs> like he manipulates mutants to make them like different okay um and then they fight for him like as though he were a god right okay and um it, it, nobody wants to be part of this they're feared and hated and nobody likes them and they all have like ridiculous names and like scary powers and stuff like that like mm -hmm. there's mother rapture and the hex butcher the hex butcher is interesting because like he has to eat to like he he for his strength he has to eat for his joy, he has to eat, and so he butchers and he eats. And then there's another one named the Amino Fetus, who can't is not allowed to eat, and so he looks on, like with envy, right to that one. Um, there's the sick bird, and then there's the Mudgear Recanter, right? <laughs> okay. So all these powers and all uh -huh. ridiculous and over the top, right? Yeah. And like, Tarn is like, that's fine. Like, I wanted to go actually to Krakoa and get samples as well, <laughs> but like. You know, and you can go ahead. No, he wanted to come to Arako because they're from Amenth. Ah. And um, he's like, I wanted to do the same thing. So, like, let's do that. But, like, my guys are off bounds. Like, you can't. They, their souls belong to me. Right. And, like, Sinister's like, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. He souls, pulls yeah. out, like, a box. And, like, there's all these, like, little, like, drone mosquitoes. And they go <laughs> flying out. Mm -hmm. And that guy's like, okay, fine. And so, like, they just immediately start fighting. Yeah. And... One of them just blasts. I think it's the, uh, I think it's, oh, which one is it? I think it's Mudgear the Recanter. Uh -huh. uses a laser blast and, like, takes down Nanny. She was oh, on no. the horse, and, like, it's just half of her is there. Mm -hmm. And, like, <laughs> they're all like, <laughs> uh, well, I guess that's the end of that iteration of her. Yeah. Unless, they, unless Sinister can clone her. Right. Um, <laughs> Empath is like, Screw this. <laughs> yeah, I'm lame. He releases Grey Crow and then just runs for the portal. Cool. He's like, I'll just take my chances. I, I don't even care. Orphan Maker loses it and just starts firing into the crowd. Okay. So everyone's basically fighting. It's just a big, huge fight that goes out, but with like real stakes, because obviously if you die here, you don't come back right. Right. Um, And so I think, yeah, Orphan Maker ends up not making it. <laughs> He he's firing on everybody. Psylocke's trying to protect everyone. Um, Grey Crow gets like taken down, but he's still like kicking. He's still alive. Mm -hmm. Havoc goes to fight everybody, and like someone cuts his hands off. Oh, <laughs> and so he has no hands. He yeah. just has two stumps essentially. What the hell is he gonna do now? Um, Wild Child is hanging out with with Psylocke, obviously, and then um, the Amino Fetus grabs Orphan Maker and, like, pulls his arms off and he's gonna start eating him. <laughs> and it's, like, really horrific because, like, he looks like... They describe him as, like, having, like, almost, like, a cancerous, tumorous body. Yeah. And so, like, it, it's really an uncomfortable um, look. Yes. And, like, all of his vile loci, like, brethren are trying to stop him from eating because if he does, I think he depowers them or everyone. It, it wasn't 100% on that one. Okay. Sinister's collecting all of his things. He's like, okay, cool, we can go now. And he gives Psylocke the box. Mm -hmm. And he's like, take this back. And like, that's part of our deal. So you have to do this. Right. But they're not gonna be able to make it. And so like Psylocke goes to Wildchild and is like, I need you to buy us some time. 
Aww. And so like Wild Child like is like, all right, I'm in because you're the alpha. Yeah. And he does that and, and like he's he's killed. Aww. And so then Psylocke and Grey Crow and Havoc make it back through the portal. Sinister's about to go running for it and Tarn's like, you know, I would respect you if it weren't for the fact that you broke the one rule I had because it's like you you really like you and I are very much are like of a of a kind. Yeah. But you broke my rule and so he uses his powers to stop him. Mm-hmm. And then like you just see Sinister being like broken apart. Oh cool. And I'm like, oh that that's that's nuts. Yeah. Um But like which Sinister was this anyway? Yeah, right. <laughs> um the priestesses of Saturnine had been chasing down the horse, so like they knew that like Empath had come through the portal and then he immediately got picked up. Mm-hmm. because like yeah. he doesn't know what to do right the other three were able to like you know convince a mage to help them and, and like whatever and like uh-huh. so they basically make it back to avalon um where a bunch of the priests are waiting and they're gonna arrest them and yep. and then empath shows up uses his powers to make them stop and like gray crow's like oh hey you made it back and he's pretending like he's still like under empath's thrall right and then he goes up and he stabs him in the gut and he's like you don't want to die here, so you better crawl your way through that portal. Oh. <laughs> so Grey Crow and Psylocke and, and Havoc walk back through to Krakoa when they're attacked by this like mist, this this um, mist like cloud dark yeah. kind of thing, and it's sinister. And he stabs Psylocke through the chest. Oh, and he takes down Havoc and he and he melts Grey Crow, and he kills um, Empath as well. And he takes his box back and he hides it. And then, like, he rips his clothes and pretends, like, you know, oh, no. Like, he was defeated. Like, oh, yeah. like, we, we. I was the only one who made it. Yeah, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. And you're like. What the hell? Mel died in Otherworld? No, they died they, back on. They got, but they made it through Krakoa. They made it through the Krakoa. I thought they made it through. Seemingly. Like, oh, okay. Um, but he's like, oh, no, and we can't go back there. Nobody can go through. It's dangerous. Like, everybody with swords is like, you know, they're screwed. Yeah. So then he has to go to the Quiet Council. So now we, we check in with, with Cable right cool cable was the next issue cable number six mm-hmm. which is part 19 um the quiet council uh, is convening there's only so many of them there right now uh gene is not present oh and like sinister stopped to get his cape and like kitty's like so wait you lost your entire team and you think that like we're in a lot of trouble and you stopped to get a cape right something yeah something i'm a badass up. i look like i look sweet with my cape yeah, and I guess so, what, like, jeans with Scott doing the sword well, thing. She, um, like the ship. <laughs> well, no, um, Xavier reaches out. He's like, I'd rather have Jean here because right. like, she clearly wants him, like, her there to like back him up in terms of like being able to like read the room. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jean doesn't answer, mm. and he's like, okay, yeah. Anyway, um, though, uh, Sinister's like, we need to destroy the gates so that nobody can come back through. So obviously he's like, that guy is totally going to come through right. and get me. <laughs> and, get and I don't want that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we can't do that. And Krakoa's face is there and is like, yeah, no, you're not, you're not closing. You're not blowing up the gates. I'm, I'm too close, basically. Yeah. So the next battle over in Otherworld is uh, between Cable and Bay, the Blood Moon, which okay. or Bai, uh, which is Cypher's wife. Right, now. right. So, like, Cable's fighting, and, like, you know, he's he's doing his best, and, like, he actually gets, like, he could kill her. Mm-hmm. And, like, he hesitates because of Cypher. Yeah, aw. And so then, like, she gets the, like, Upper the hand. drop on hand, and, like, she's got his face in the mud, and, like, she's gonna kill him, and Cypher stops him. Oh. Or stops her, and it's like, don't, please. Like, yeah. He's my, he's my pal. And, like, <laughs> Saturnine's like, it is a fight to the death, but I guess a death of spirit is just as good. Oh, Point Araco! Fine! So it's like Araco 18, Krakoa 6, and then uh, Cable reaches out to his mom. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, it's a, it's a it's a strain, but he's able to do it, and, like, 
He's like, I, I couldn't do it, and I should have been the other guy. I should yeah. have been me, and like I you sort know. of older, bigger Rob Liefeld cable. Yeah, I yeah, done you should have. You're cooler that and way. And like I, I should have like that's how it should have gone. Like you know, Cyclops is like you can, killed him. You know, Cyclops can hear it as well, and <laughs> mm-hmm. is like you know, oh I, I, you don't think about it like that. Like you're doing okay. Like right. And he's like, no, you don't get it. Like we have eight. Like we're we're six, really six. losing. Like, is it really bad? And they're gonna come through, and like we're not gonna stop them. And like mm-hmm. as they're having this conversation, like Saturn Man comes over and is like, yeah, enough of that. Oh, like, turns off the conversation. Yeah, and, like, Gene's like, okay. Okay. Okay, well, we're just gonna have to go over there, right? Uh-huh. And Psychops is like, okay, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, I want to be in this book, too. <laughs> let's do it. So we don't know what happens with that, but, Even like... Wolverine hasn't been doing dick, despite the fact that he's, like, part of this family. Well, he's exactly, you know, like you would expect him to be from the X-Men animated... Uh, I'm gonna use these. I bet you don't. 22 minutes later. Right. Oh, I didn't. So the next battle is between uh, Gorgon and the White Sword. Okay. I don't care who wins. Um, well, I, I'm like, that's a pretty, that's a badass battle. <laughs> it it's is just a badass two battle. two warriors. Like, kill them both. Here we go. And so like the White Sword's like, you may fight me after you fight my hundred. <laughs> and okay. Gorgon's like, okay. Okay, can do. So he like, one shows up and he slays him. And then like another two show up and he slays them. And then like three more and he gets them. Mm-hmm. And then like, he just sends the rest of them. And, like, Cable's like, this isn't fair. Yeah. And, like, Worf's like, hey, no, it's cool. Yeah. No, it's fun. Neither is any of these fights, so I don't know why you're pointing them out now. Yeah, so, like, one of the warriors grabs Gorgon by the face and, like, pushes his thumbs into his (laughs) eyes, and so now Gorgon's blind, but, like, he's still killing guys. If he doesn't die, he can go back to Krakoa and get to And he'll be fine, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, he is just besieged, and then finally, like, um, Saturn's like, okay, enough. Mm Mm-hmm. She's like, by my count, he killed 13 people which now puts you guys at uh, Krakoa has 19 <laughs> and uh, Arako is 18. Oh my God. And like War's like, that's, that's not low. fair. No, yeah. that's, that sucks. White Sword, you got to stop this. You have to go kill him. Right. Go kill him. Mm-hmm. And like, he's like, dude, you, you can't fight me right now. You are bleeding and you are blind. I'm Gorgon. I'm a badass. And like Gorgon's like, no, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's, so I'm going to kill you and I'm going to resurrect you to part of my army. And he's like, no, you're not. Yeah. I, I walk my own path. Right. And so then he basically he just like takes it okay. and like dies honorably. All right. And like Apocalypse goes like like look here, children, that's how a mutant dies. <laughs> and I was like, that's kind of cool. Wolverine's like good. And like right. Saren's like, okay, here we go. I'm gonna reveal what the next fight is. It's like 1919. Mm-hmm. And Apocalypse and, like, just takes her head off. <laughs> well, here's the thing. The the point is the fact is that like everything other than anything that had to do with Betsy and Brian, Saren really doesn't care about. And like all of this was really leading up to this last battle. Right. And, like, Apocalypse is like, you don't even have to reveal what the cards say. I already know what it is. Mm-hmm. Because it's Annihilation it's Apocalypse. versus Apocalypse. Yeah, it's Apocalypse versus his wife. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, that's... He's like, no, it's Pogger Pog versus Apocalypse. Oh! And then, you know, and then magic just uppercuts him. Yeah. Sit down. <laughs> Sit down, no. Um, and then we get, like, a little, like, this is how it all broke down. Like the names of the contest, the competitors, and, like, where the points allotted. In case you literally picked this up knowing that, you know, it was one of the final ones, you wanted to see how it all broke down, there is a chart in the back. You can, like, check that out in cable to see how it all went if you wanted to. If you didn't read anything else, that that's where you could pick it up. There you go. One of the challenges is literally called kitten killing. Because <laughs> that's what happens. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, like, I, I, I think I'm accurate in saying that like saturn is very much treating this like none of this mattered mm-hmm. like she she likes having power she likes being able to 
exerted over others who are she deems beneath right, her. Of course. The fact is she used to be in charge of, you know, the Captain Britain Corps, which has been gone since Secret Wars. Yep. So for her, she's like, this is nice. I mean, I have my priestesses like that, but this is fun. Yeah. I'm having a good time right, right now. Right, right. Look at the puppets dance. Yes. Because I told them to. Right. And people think I'm Emma Frost. <laughs> which I got to tell you, I, I, you know, Emma's great. And like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love Emma. I love yeah. her style. I love her attitude. But like, Saturnine is a special kind of jerk. Yes. Like, she is a special kind of jerk where like, she has like the power to back up the apocalypse sinister level of ego yeah. and like manipulation and power too yeah. yeah so i'm so frustrated with her and like i know i'm going to be continuing to read excalibur so it's not like she's going away right. um but i'm hoping she gets taken down a peg that'd be nice um hopefully um <laughs> but like i said really this was the match yeah at the end of the day and, right. and you know i'm i think Anyone who's been interested in this and anyone who's stuck around and really been digging this, this is the battle we want to say because a lot of folk have felt like Apocalypse has been underpowered. Right, And, yeah. like, diminished. And he's going to be going against his wife. And so... Who may be more powerful than him. Yeah, well, seemingly she's a better fighter. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. Um, so there you go. That's the rundown of yeah. what Tennis And by the way, are. everyone's many... saying that em but Saturnine looks like Emma. The fact is, um, Saturn's been around for a very long time and she already has a uh Earth six sixteen counterpart. Counterpart. Um so yeah. It's not her. It's not, I'm sorry. They don't They just look the same because they just... they're both like blonde because, and they're white. Yeah, that's kind of it, which is like really depressing that like mm -hmm. you're like, no, that means they look exactly the same. It's like listen, they're just too blonde white ladies who wear white yeah so nobody else can if they've got blonde hair they can't wear white because yeah. otherwise they look like right uh neil and bradley <laughs> says uh listening to you guys while i do my 13 hour shift by myself at a haunted workplace thanks for your entertainment haunted Hashtag hellblazer save me <gasps> if it is haunted that's dope let us know dude uh, tell your I'm... story yes you should call ghost maker no, you don't want to call him. You don't want any more ghosts. No, call Ghost Hunter. You need Ghost Hunters. But thank you, man. Thank you for <laughs> And thanks for letting us hang out with you for this time. Uh, Super Pooper, last week I finished three massive artworks. Exhausting, but I had back issues oh. running the side throughout the week. Watching you guys is a secret sauce to my art. It has always helped me be productive. I'm happy to hear that. Oh, uh, dude, congratulations. That's yeah. like, that's a great feeling. Right? Finishing your art. It's yeah, freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah. And thanks for letting us be there with you. That's a lot of fun. Uh, Tardisman 85, Brian, Pork, Saturnine, 69 points, go to Krakoa, and Wolverine just says, nice. <laughs> yep, yep. It'll be funny. And then Megan shows up. Like, then that's the big, the big fight will be Saturnine versus Megan. Yeah, Megan's like, enough. That's enough. No more. <laughs> uh, Critic Clips, hey, Sal and Tiffany, is Comic Pop your full-time job? And random question, Sal, what's your favorite comic of all time? Keep up the great work. I don't know. My favorite comic of all time shifts and grows and changes. It depends. Um... You know, each they're very different. Comics do different things, uh, so it's not like there's a comic for me that like is the best ever. It's more like comics that uh, were great formatively or uh, contemporarily, or you know, like represent different aspects of my personality. So there's, mm -hmm. there's a ton. Kingdom Come, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, Comic Pop's my full time job, not Tiffany's full time job. Nope. I I run Comic Pop full time, uh, and uh, but but everyone else has their own has their own gigs. Yeah. Um, they all kind of like 
give me their time and, and make comic pop what it is so yeah um we also have will i am golden with an adorable corgi gif oh my god <laughs> being cute he's, so, he's, Thanks, will. he's giving us a gift i know i appreciate the bone i love you. it uh jason is in the chat saying hello <gasps> yes hello. jason hey man uh silver cricket we need emma in the same room with saturnine for at least five pages i agree i want to see that just to, I like, wanna, I just to want, deal with it i want to see that in terms of that conversation yeah like, yeah those two of like three words yep i want to see that <laughs> uh just some guy with mustache takes excedrin i don't have a headache i'm just preparing bring on the death metal a cupcake with a little no cake with little to no cake all sprinkles <laughs> <laughs> yeah man yeah man i completely agree uh carl maxi sound if any of you can do a dark multiverse story of a comic pop member what would it be and what story would you tell i mean i don't know i guess dark dark night uh, t- dark multiverse tiffany that's more interesting to me than either of the other guys <laughs> so i guess i'd read that well thank you there you have it um i'm gonna do dark multiverse wash there you go i can't yeah <laughs> Hashtag Valiant win a free copy of this uh, gold limited edition of Exo Man War number two from Valiant Comics. Uh, you got to stay till the end and you got to live in the continental United States. Otherwise, all's fair. Just hashtag Valiant in the chat. You'll get, if you've already, by the way, done it, you're in the aggregator. Like you're in the machine. So don't worry about it. But uh, anybody who's new, who's just joining us, hang around to the end and then we can do this. What's uh, my story? Hmm? What's my story? <laughs> Are you talking about Dark Multiverse Tiffany? I don't know, man. Hmm. I'll come up with something. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's more. Uh, let's talk about Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man number 53 or Legacy 854 has come out. Uh, Nick Spencer, Mark Bagley. Uh, th- I think last week we got the Pat Gleason Nick Spencer issue, um, which was uh, Spider-Man got uh, got killed by Kindred. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Kindred's like, let's go. I've I've gotten all the spider characters out of the book. It's about Spider-Man characters now. And then aptly done we immediately move on and we get mark bagley classic spider-man artist to draw this and it's like every time i see this i'm just like just do that like why are you screwing around with these rando artists like why why is yuzepi kem and Cully drawn one panel of spider-man when mark bagley has still been around and isn't drawing like anything just put him on spider-man again it's not like he hasn't done it for 600 issues and it's not like he couldn't do 600 more and it's not like he doesn't get better every year unlike other certain spider-man artists who only get worse every year maybe he doesn't want to do it he's doing it now (laughs) so uh i love by the way like so they revealed kindred uh i'm not gonna like i'm gonna spoil it because like they revealed him like four issues ago like we get it it's over and there's still people who are like i didn't agree with that so i'm thinking it's not him and i'm like i think it's him like i think we're good just and i'm happy to say that because like when they revealed kindred i was like man wouldn't it be cool if it was harry osborne <laughs> like and the, the new harry osborne like the one that's been around since brand new day was like a clone or something like, wouldn't it be cool if like actual harry osborne the one who died in like that good book unlike every other book he's been in uh you know he came back and he's a snake he's a, he's, a, he's a centipede man <laughs> Um, Don't you hate when you come back and, and you're, you're a centipede, centipede man? man? But like this issue, we watch like Sorry. Liz Allen is asleep and Normie is asleep and they're visited by Kindred and his centipedes. And it's like, okay, yeah. And then we move on. And like, so the issue is basically like, oh crap, hang on. The load, the, the book stopped loading because Comixology is like, oh, you haven't been logged in long. You've been logged in way too long. Time for us to bump you out. Listen, it takes me a while to go through X-Men. Leave me alone. <laughs> Oh my god, I gotta do a f- 
fucking captcha. Comics always got to get their shit together. I'm gonna uh, uh, I'm vamping. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should talk because if somebody's just listening, they they don't know that I'm no shaking my head around. Oh my god, this is really stupid. And, and then and then and then there was spider things that happened. Whatever. All right. So, uh, the whole thing is essentially like, where did Spider-Man go when? kindred killed him uh -huh. obviously spider-man was like in a, another plane of existence or some magic place like when they fought in the first place jesus christ <laughs> all right you know what i'll fix this oh i'll fix this for sure love comicsology i can't i literally can't believe that next this wednesday ten of swords will be wrapped up i know it's great finally hey no it's great because like hey it's actually like, well, they did it. Everyone they were... was complaining that like it took too long, and it's like, what are you talking about? It took like it took like a month. No, they, like it is twenty two issues, but like they really made it like where it was like Here it, it came is. out. And I promise you, like it'll be big. Like the next thing will be huge. Uh, so Peter wakes up, and it took me like a minute because I like I, I expunged this from my mind, but uh, Spider Peter wakes up. And he wakes up exactly like he did at the end of One More Day. Uh, and the beginning of Brand New Day. Mm -hmm. And uh, so he goes downstairs and Aunt May is making breakfast like she did in One More Day. Mm -hmm. And Peter's like, oh my God, it's the end of One More Day. I've got to go. Mm -hmm. And so he leaves and he goes to the party, which is like the welcome back Harry party from mm -hmm. the end of One More Day. And it's, like, really cool because, you know, Peter's like, Flash is still alive! And, like, he doesn't warn him. He just, like, gives him a hug. <laughs> and that's the book where... Well, he doesn't want to hear about from Ethan about how you can't change the timeline. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, but he, um, you know, he, like... In that issue, like at the end of One More Day, you know, like, they undo the marriage. And then they show, like, all the characters Joe Casada remembers and likes to see with Peter, plus a couple of new women for Peter to be interested in. Right. And Mary Jane's at the party, but she leaves early and she looks really sad. And Peter's like, oh, there goes Mary Jane. She'll never forgive me for doing one more day. And then like she leaves. But in this instance, Peter's like, no. And he tries to get at her, but all these annoying brand new day characters keep getting in his way. And he's like, no. And then she leaves and Harry arrives with like Carly Cooper and everybody. And um, yeah, so we're, so we're dealing with Peter like reliving the end of one more day. Uh, Harry, of course, like goes through like a like a mirror portal, uh, or Kindred, I should say, goes through like a mirror portal, and he's like visiting, you know, his wife and Normie and everybody, and then he goes into like this kind of like nightmare kind of like dimension or realm where all these mirrors are. Seemingly, this is where this is how Kindred is able to like pop in different places and appear or, like at different spots. Mm -hmm. He is physically in those places, like looming over Mary Jane and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, this is like his base of operations. But Peter's like lifeless corpse is lying on this like slab and it's clear like this is where he's having like his hallucination or his dream or right. his whatever the peter's chasing after uh mary jane as fly as harry like brand new day harry is trying to introduce him to like lily and carly cooper and he's like shut up get these annoying characters out of my way i'm trying to get to the one character that matters in this whole book and 
then we get like it's just the whole issue is just a recreation of the end of one more day and peter reacting to it right and harry has this line which in one more day he says the worst thing about sobriety is that the parties suck as he's like pouring champagne for everybody Mm because like the implication in one more day was that harry was in europe getting sober Mm. uh from his from his lsd addiction it's like what but uh yeah so he but in this scene he says you know what the worst thing about hell is the parties suck and so you're like oh like harry died like right right yes uh but he's like talking to peter and uh harry just is like and then harry like breaks the illusion to peter and he's like yeah man like do you know what part you say like do you know your line in the end of one more day and like this whole issue is just harry revealing to peter that kindred is actually harry and it's it's brilliant because spencer plays with the line Mm -hmm. because like you know harry says something like you know it's so great to be back and peter says speak of the devil well you know what they say speak of the devil and he appears and it's like back then it was a reference to mephisto but in this it's like i'm referring to like you right 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 and then when peter awakens from his like death state Mm -hmm. and he like arrives back in this like weird mirror world uh you know he's he he faces kindred and you know kindred kind of like confirms yeah it's me and he like takes off his mask revealing yeah it's me harry osborne and he says gotcha like gotcha it's me it was me the whole time and like that's the issue which is kind of mind-bending because there's a lot to unpack about it because like the issue is basically a rehash no not a rehash it's a reminding you of amazing spider-man 389 which was also drawn by bagley oh written by Mateus, who is getting like a lot of reckonings because spencer fixed last hunt which was mm-hmm. written by Mateus, and he's fixing the death of harry osborne by Mateus, but like that was the end of pursuit when peter's chasing after chameleon and it turns out chameleon was like a errand boy for this like master planner not the master planner who engineered artificial life forms to create peter's parents and then they die and so peter chases after chameleon then it turns out there's like this actual guy behind it and the reveal is it's harry and harry has already died as a result of dimatheus's run so like dimatheus like no like the, the the master planner of Peter's parents' resurrection was like a a plan Harry hatched during that story, but he died and redeemed himself. Mm. But that still was going on, and they didn't have time to warn him about it. Right. So Peter never gets his revenge for like the resurrection of his parents. Okay. But like when Peter finds out, it's like this previously recorded video of Harry as Green Goblin, and he says, Gotcha. Oh. So it's like a gotcha parallel. It's like reminding you, like, hey, here's remember that and i'm like that's really cool that is really cool like uh, like i said if you were like no this is an expensive run like me i very much have been like that like pick up issue 50 and go from there like you don't need any more than 50 51 to 54 like you're good um because you're like oh who's this kinder guy he looks cool terry osborne whoa that's awesome who knew like (laughs) as opposed to spending like two years being like okay we get it i don't care about gog or like you know whoever the big man whatever moving on right yeah the issue's fun it's cool it's a lot of, like it's it's neat i really dig it um and yeah like you know it's a lot of fun uh, it, it, it a lot of deep cuts but it still kind of stands on its own two feet um you know and of course it's like playing with it 
and you pointed this out when you first saw the cover that like the banner for last remains yeah is like it's using the exact same font and color scheme as the cover for amazing spider-man 400 which was the the the, the cover you can't read because like they yeah. <laughs> for no reason made it like a, a full a gatefold and an emboss and so like but it's amazing 400 where ma dies yeah so it's just like reminding you of those it's like this is the reckoning for the 90s era of Spider-Man, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Spencer just being like, no, I'm bringing it back. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm fixing it. And you're like, okay. No, it's cool. Good. <laughs> so it's good. It's just a lot of fun. I like, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad, honestly. Yeah, I really dig it. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Keep reading it. Like, good stuff. Pick it up. <laughs> That's it. It's just, what happens is, and literally the book reads in like six minutes. Last, the last three issues have read in less than 10 minutes. Like per issue. Uh, but you know it's doing stuff i want did so I, did no i see complaints. a comment that people are brainstorming my multiverse like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and we'll, we'll get into that in a minute um i just wanted to get through these super chats and then we'll we'll jump into the super sure. the, the tiffany dark multiverse we saw, we get that. um yeah so carl maxi says uh yeah that's tiffany uh that's the tiffany one alex cash been busy with a big i've been busy so one big backlog uh Thank you, man. So I have uh, a big backlog. So I have a big backlog. There you go. <laughs> I'm busy, so I have a big backlog. Thanks, Alex. Uh, caught up on a month of Ten of Swords in one session, and I loved it. Uh, Spider-Man Last Marines was all right, too. Afterwards, I watched all the Off the Rack episodes. Love hearing your takes. Keep being awesome. You too, Alex. Oh, thank you thank for Thank you so much. Thank you for that lovely super chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, so good on you for catching up. It's not an easy thing to do. No. Like, legit. Like, no. so, like, that's a, that's a big thing. And I think it's funny because, like, yes, that's, like, it reads better when you're reading it all at once. Instead of, like, reading it week Because that's the other thing, but it's week to week, what, guys. What, Tennisaurs? Tennisaurs. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, it's, oh, so the fight was silly and dopey. Oh, it's because Saturnine's a pain in the ass. Like, oh, okay, moving yeah. on. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, uh, Hecker's Boy says, wonder why they have this big story featuring Krakoa and Apocalypse and don't have Evan Savanur who's prophesized to destroy Krakoa anywhere around. I think he's dead. Yeah. I mean, I know they've got, like, literally, like, the ability to bring... Anybody back? But, like, yeah, why isn't... Well, I think, like, Little Apocalypse was grown into Big Apocalypse, and so that's Apocalypse. No, I thought he died. I don't know. I I don't know why either. Uh, Yeah. It it can't... No, but this one is clearly not. No. No, that's right. Uh, Carl Maxi, what uh, would you want in a Killmonger and Magneto comic crossover? I wouldn't read that. That would not interest me in any way. I think it, it, I what I would want from that would be like a solid reason for them to, to be crossover in a together. Yeah. And I'm not trying to say that in like a, in like a like dismissive way. I mean, like literally, too many crossovers are just put together just because. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying there isn't a reason, but like, and that reason, if they had a solid one, I think would be enough for people to want to pick it up because it was like. Hey, we made this make sense. Yeah. And like that's cool. Yeah. Um Super Pooper will will, will the Spider-Man will the Spider-Miles game be archived later? I really want to watch the stream, but waiting to finish the game myself first. Um yes. Some play. I mean, like it's up there for at least 2 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um and then it goes away, but um our moderators been pulling those, so I could put them up on a secret channel someplace. Yeah. Secret channel. <laughs> uh, that's true. Um, we also have an adorable uh, <gasps> super chat from Joshua. Uh, I'm sorry. It, it, it like. What if you hover up over here? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Will that do it? Nope. 
classic YouTube. Yeah. I don't want to ruin anything, but go ahead. Describe uh, but it. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a it's a corgi uh, gifting you're amazing in an adorable outfit. It's too cute. Is this just gonna open the little? Uh -huh. Ah, it's a little corgi over there. Yeah. In the, oh my god. But thank you, Joshua. I love it. Very, very generous super chat and for your adorable searching of this uh of this guy. I love it. Thank you so much for the super chat. And yeah, I just you know. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> J. Joseph Frazier says Dark Multiverse <laughs> Tiffany is blonde and wears contacts while Sal's bald and has big bushy beard. A great big bushy beard. Yeah. It is an Earth, so I'd have to be on that Earth too. Yeah. Um Ah, good. The troll's been removed. Uh, getting Arthur with a lobster says money. Thanks, Art. Thanks, lobster. Really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> solid, solid message. Cut to the chase. We appreciate it, man. But you're very, you're very, very, very kind. And I see you in the chat, like just enjoying yourself. So good. Thank you very much. Um, Algae, try late to the party, but not too late to send some love. Comp pop. Hell yeah. Hell yeah to you too, Algae. Thank you very much, man. Um, you got any more books? Um, no, I think we're ready for the... Alright, let's talk about Death Metal number five. We should just get into that. Um, this is interesting because, like, Death Metal number five, of course, is written by uh, Scott Snyder with art by Greg Capullo. Um, it is the not-yet-penultimate issue of this freaking book. Wait, really? Yes, there's seven issues. Oh, okay. So we have two more. Two more. Now that's being that being said, I'm sure there's going to be 17 more tie-ins for this book. Bye. Uh, so you know, strap in. I will say that uh, I had a, a a peculiar experience reading Death Metal Number Five. Okay. So we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, so uh, basically, you know, what happens is uh, the Batman who laughs, who's of course the Darkest Knight, fights Perpetua. While the team regroups, uh, thanks to Lex Luthor, where they find out the thing that Scott Snyder spoiled on one of our podcasts like like six months ago, which is that like we're not going to reboot. We're going to remember everything. We're going to make the Omniverse as opposed to the new universe or multiverse. Um, we need anti-crisis energy or whatever uh, to do this, not crisis energy, because crisis energies create crises, whereas right. anti-crisis energy will create anti-crisis where it will untie the knots and like remove you know the time it'll make the timeline one time it'll make, we're gonna go with the marvel sliding time scale where everything happened uh we also get the reveal of what superman and batman uh have been like had been once like four months ago whispering about yeah which is like who gives a flying fuck because there's no way that it like matters but batman reveals that he died like before already um and then the Black Lantern ring's the only thing keeping him alive. Uh -huh. And Superman's like, and I'll never be able to be Superman again because I'm definitely never going to be able to be changed from having a rock arm. Right. Sure. Like, we wasted one whole page yeah. on that. And Wonder Woman's like, I accept you anyway because the book's about me. Did you know that? Did you know it's about it's a Wonder Woman book? Did you know it's about me? Because it's about me. Because I, I care. I love. And I, and I want to reboot. No, her thing is truth. It's truth. I'm about truth. I thought the last I was about love. I thought you were about wonder. No, that's my name. No, no, no. When you did the whole tree thing. Oh, that was written by James Time of the Fourth, though. No, I meant the remember Scott yeah. Snyder's tree thing. Yes, that was. But wasn't that Tynan also? How can I? No, but that was that was setting up this. That's okay. not what this is now. Gotcha. So. uh... 
each member of the Trinity leads an army to go do their thing. Which is... Which is distract. Well, yeah, because they want to get the Darkest Night. They're going to destroy the Earth. They're going to destroy the Earth, that's right. Yeah. Because the Darkest Night needs Earth Prime in order to repopulate the... He needs it at the the nougaty core of his dark multiverse. Yes. Is going to be this Earth, and... Mm -hmm. They want to get him back from killing Perpetua, and so, like, he tries to leave, and she won't let <laughs> And she won't let her. She's like, no, we're fighting! What are you doing? Yep. So, the, you know, he says, to me, my baby planets. Mm-hmm. And so he unleashes his, like, I think it's, like, the Evil 52 or something like that. It's, like, it, it's another bunch of planets full of dark multiverse versions of other characters. Sure. And so they're going to fight him. Yeah. That's the book. Like that's the issue. Yeah. So here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. Is this issue suffering from a change in what this book was meant to do? The thing is, I I think because Scott had been talking about what this book is about for the last several months, like that he always meant for it to be about that. Well, I mean, like the idea of making them all one because it feels like, all right. So. My problem with when I read this issue, and again, it could just be because the I other issues took too long. It, t- it did; they did take a, a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but it feels like the, you know, how like there's like a way in which someone can tell a story where it's like our adventurers are going down this one path, and they truly believe that this is the way to go. Yep. And then like through like self discovery and growth, and and you know like learning and knowledge, mm-hmm. and like you know and teamwork and, and teamwork and change, like they realize this is not the actual way to, which to fix it, and like here's the real way to fix it. And yep. Here we go. Yep. Instead, what this feels like is don't you don't have to read the first part of this book. No, just read this this issue. issue. And then move on. Yep, that's all you need. And like, so I, I f- was wondering if it's not because of the fact that it was like, they were like, you have to, this can't do this one thing. It has to do something else. Yes. So like, you need to change it now. Yes. I, I don't know, but you you did mention the fact that he had mentioned earlier the, that this was kind of where this might be going. Well, that like Wonder Woman finds that, uh, it's never actually come up yet, I don't think, but like Snyder said basically that like, um... You know, rebooting and re like re reorienting the universe to suit your own personal needs is what a what a villain does, and like we need to go forward and face what comes. Right. And so, like that's when she switches gears from anti crisis or from crisis to anti crisis. Right. But like that's not what this is about. Right. Yeah, I I think for me right now this book is reading like. Things are happening just to happen. Yes. And it's less about, like, narratively making sense and more about things needing to occur. Yeah. And that frustrates me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because you like stories. Well, I mean, occasionally that, sure, that can happen. And, like, if you're, like, again, I know that this was meant to be, like, just a fun action pack, whatever. Yeah. And, like, sometimes you just kind of forgive those things. It's like, well, it has to happen because of whatever. Right. But I know Scott and the way in which he also tells a story where he does care. Yes. And he does care about, like, history and he cares about... Character. Like, story structure. And so, like, this book is... There's just something off. Yeah. Yeah, there's something very off. And it could be because of the severe 
change in direction and editorial control and management mm-hmm. that DC underwent during the formation and execution of this event. Yeah. Uh, but I, 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 I don't think that Scott Snyder's the type to be told what to do anymore. So I think this was going to do whatever this is going to do, no matter what. Whatever it's doing, it's doing it now. Yeah, whatever it does, it's doing it now. Um, and it was always going to do this. It's just like that also they can use it to whatever end they're attempting to accomplish as a company. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so I know this is like pegged as like a Wonder Woman book. And at the heart well, that's of what it, they like, want you to think they want you to think because that. there aren't a lot of good ones. Like there aren't a lot of good epic events about Wonder Woman. Well, I mean, we just did Justice League Dark in which she was at the heart of that. Yeah. Um, the but- sales were great. I don't care. <laughs> That's the problem. I, I don't care. I care that it was. I know that was a good story. Um, Witching hour. Pick it up. But um, it feels like like she is at the center of this in terms of people telling her that she's important and is like the best of us mm-hmm. and like whatever. Yeah. But like she really hasn't done much. This, this is this is literally what would happen if I had to write a Wonder Woman book. Because, like, I, I'm i not the world's biggest Wonder Woman fan. Right. And not because I think she sucks or because I think she's overrated. It's just I don't connect with Diana on, like, a really fundamental level. Sure. And I don't know a lot. Like, I don't read a lot of Wonder Woman books. So if I were asked to write a big event that mattered the most to change mm-hmm. all of DC continuity and Wonder Woman has to be at the center, I'd be like... I don't know, Batman and when Superman show up though, and I guess I put like Detective Chimp and you know, like all these characters will be in it. Yeah. Because they have to be. And each time like Wonder Woman shows up, I'm like, and I guess she'll be the one to be the smartest one and she'll be the most level headed among them. Like people will do crazy shit and she'll be the one who's gonna like, hey, we gotta get back on track here. Like, cause she's, that's what she seems like. She seems like a ringleader. Right. Like she seems like she's just trying to keep the book going she's the one who keeps reminding us what the book's about and the book keeps spiraling out of control into other random shit yeah and she's like wait 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 it's about continuity though you guys and it's like is it wonder woman and it's like i don't i don't i didn't even get that it feels like the book is trying to make it like the there's like some omniscient force that is trying to make it about that right and these characters are just like, like what wait what am i doing well, we just went to the dark multiverse and grabbed like crisis energy yeah it's like yeah that doesn't matter anymore moving on they're almost like actors in a play where they don't they don't remember any of their lines yeah they're just, saying the time, they're like, just trying to improv their way out of the scene. line yeah what that, is my motivation here that's exactly what it is um there was like a moment in this where i was like oh my gosh we're actually we're going to end up we've got we've hit the turn this is the turn for the story, this is the turn for the character that this book is supposedly about. Which, by the way, it's I wanted this to just be a Justice League book. Yeah, and that's the three of them working together, and that kind of what it is. But like when you peg it as like, no, it's really supposed to be about this one character, right? And well, you, she's at the driving force. Behind yeah, it. and like you have this moment in which like Castle Bat is like trying to punch him, is attacking them. It's like all he, I'm all of Gotham, all of Gotham. and like he takes down Superman, he takes down Batman, and I'm not saying like she has to like be strong with everybody or whatever, but she has this moment where she might rise to the challenge. Yes. And like, have the opportunity and it's undercut by a new character who <laughs> shows up in the nick of time yep. to give them a whole bunch of new information and a new plan. Yep. And I'm like, I can't tell if like, this is like, to uh, an end, it was always planned or it's just kind of lazy. Y- yeah. Like, I, yeah, I don't. Because it's not over yet and like, we do have two more issues and yep. like, fine, whatever. But like, that was just so like, I'm like, Oh, 
it feels like you painted yourself into a corner. Yeah, but like, but you're the only one writing it and no one, and you have no editor. So like, why are you, why did you get tripped up? Like, why did you get into a corner in the first place? Yeah. You should be in an oval office of, 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 of a type, you know, yeah. where there are no corners. It's just, you just run in a circle, but that's what, I mean. And it does a little feel, and like, yeah. I think there's something to be said that you could take this positively or negatively, mm-hmm. honestly. I think you could look at it both ways, depending on the camp that you're in right now with this book. Yep. But in terms of like, it feels very akin right now to the first event. Yes. To metal. Yeah, it feels, well, if this is the first time I actually got shades of metal right. out and, of it. And like, there's something like to be said for that where it's like, oh, this is actually like, like poetry, it rhymes. Yeah. Um, Like, you know, we're ending where we began in a sense. Or it's, this is what I, I'm doing. Like, this is all I know how to do. Right. And like, so I think you can yeah. take that from either way, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Again, depending on the way in which you're viewing this right now. Yeah. Um, the it, it It's funny, as we're getting closer to the end and like things are clearly being revealed and laid out, and like this is how it's going to kind of go and mm-hmm. like this is what we need to know and like yeah. this is like the plan and, and what have you. It almost feels as though the story is sort of out of control right now. It is completely out of control. And like not in a fun like, like, it's out of control like, I don't, you don't know what's gonna happen next yeah but like in no a, it's like this is out of control you have no idea what's gonna happen next yeah like it's just about intonation yeah uh yeah it's it's yeah um this but i will say you know in terms of uh giving this a compliment uh while i was reading it i was thinking about how like there are two more effing issues of this thing <laughs> And how there were like there were like four tie-ins called Death Metal Who Gives a Flying Fuck. Yeah, there's another one coming out this week. I know. And I'm trying to remember what image like really struck me for it, but there was a moment where I like had this realization and like it it took too long. Ah. It was the image of Signal. <laughs> Pointing to everyone else how, like, the dark multiverse is literally coming to punch them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is a crisis. (laughs) Like, for whatever reason, this book has not felt like it matters or that anyone has any, like, direction for it. But when I saw all these action figures that... I would never read a comic book about <laughs> standing in one place. That was when it hit me that this is, this reminded me the most of Crisis on Infinite Earths. I'm like, I don't care about most of the people on this page. Batman's back there. Way back there. And he's dead. And he's an action. He's a McFarlane figure. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. but I got this image where I'm like, oh, like I finally, and, and, and in an actual, like, genuine, complimentary way, I finally understood, like, I got, I, I got the scope of what they were going for, because that image crystallized for me all of the tie-ins, and I'm like, oh my god, the DC universe is ending. Like, I had that moment in my brain when I was looking at that image, and I, and I crystallized all the tie-ins that are coming out, and have, and I'm like, like, when you look at it kind of, like, at surface level, uh, you're just kind of seeing them all come at you. So you're like, oh my God, another death metal time. An- another death metal, get out. Ah, and then like finally an issue of death metal finally comes out and you're like, what the fuck was that? Get out of here. Like you're waiting for it to matter and mean something. And then like a great man that I know once said, like you got to get to the balcony. 
and look at it from up there in order to get your perspective and to like find you know that like that perspective for you Mm -hmm. and it's like i finally had that balcony moment and it's literally in a scene where all these characters are way down here and tiny and they're pointing up at the sky and i'm like oh this whole thing is a reboot like all of dc is going to end and they don't know what they're going to do next oh my god like this is scary and like frustrating and like and grand and epic and it's like i i you know what I mean? Like, it, I have that same... I had that same feeling of gravitas that I had as a Marvel fan, in, as a small child looking at Christ and Earths. Where I'm like, Jesus H. Christ, look at all these fucking characters I don't care about doing God knows what, but I know it matters because my comic book store guy said it matters a lot. And it's like getting that moment of that perspective of being like, I don't... Oh, like... This is, this, and it's happening now as opposed to it happened already and it, it, it doesn't matter anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it, that's the scope and the feeling I had. That as, was, that panel for me was literally, like, I was just like, yeah, of course Signal's up front. Yeah. That was all I thought about. And well, because he'll never be up front ever again. So it's like, you might as well put him up front. I feel, I feel badly because it's like, Duke could be an interesting character if People Scott, have done stuff with Scott hadn't given him a ridiculous name and maybe wasn't, like, so insistent on him when he's well he yeah started. just trying so just let him be a character just right. let him do whatever well now he now no one cares so he could be anything sure you know you can get a tom king 12 issue miniseries out of this guy <laughs> but like you know yeah but it's like of course you're front and center like look what's coming and they're like who are you i'm the signal man. oh no it's black robin that's why he's signaling he's letting them know he's signaling he's doing his why job why is he using his power that he got in dark in dark knight's metal anyway yeah, it's just kind of like, I I I genuinely like I, I'm like I am very concerned about DC, uh, but then like I needed the perspective of being like I DC is a soulless, faceless company, and they're gonna be fine without me and my care or support. Like, do you do you DC do whatever the hell you want to do? You want to drop comics from your name? And just be a like, a like a brand manufacturer. Knock yourselves out. Because, like, Kadidi doesn't give a shit about me. So why am I dedicating so much time and effort and care to this company that's, like, sp- clearly spiraling out of control? <laughs> like, they'll, they'll figure it out. But this sure event is, will. like, so emblematic of their lack of direction, of their lack of authority, of their lack of place in the industry. Like, they just... This is just a complete quagmire. And it, but it's like, and, and yet it also is like representative of all the things people like about DC. It's like, look at all these characters that like, look, and every single one has their own crazy story and like, and they all, and they're all their own niche market, you know? And like, they, they have like, they have, they have dozens and dozens of fans and mm-hmm. like, oh, like cool. Like look at them all like, you know, with agency and doing their thing. And it's like, they're all coming together to do something in the real world, you know, like we're going to reboot this publishing label, mm-hmm. but we're all coming together fictionally to make it make sense in our own real little story. And it's right. like, that's kind of beautiful and interesting. But so like, I need to like, but looking at it, I was just like, oh, I was heartbroken for this company. And then I'm like, you're a company. You don't need me to care about you. I just need to care if I like the story or not. And I, I want you to tell more good stories. And I think at the end yeah. of the day, like, it doesn't matter. Like you don't need crises. 
Like, you don't need a crisis. Like, nobody cares about how it makes sense. They just want it to. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no, for sure. And it's like, you didn't need Wonder Woman to literally tie knots in the lasso of truth to point out, like, how you want to do a sliding time scale. And it's like, you know what you didn't need to do? Wait 40 years to do it. You should have just done that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, like, now it's going to be, it's going to be rough. It's going to be really rough. And I feel, it's going to be rough. And I, I mean, feel like, really bad. Oh, I'm sorry. Guys. Oh, no, I was going to, like, you know, and, like, people are already talking about how it's like they could drop continuity and, like. Like, they're not dropping continuity. They're, but, they're, they're keeping all of it. Yeah, but they, or they might not. Right. Because it's like, well, we have all the continuity, but nobody's going to pay attention to all of it. No. No, because then no, no one, one. Because then no one could do anything. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, then you got... Then you had the audacity to promote a nine-part DC event that will start before this is over. I thought that that was not... I thought this that... I thought this was supposed to come after. I really did. I don't know why I thought that. I was looking at dates, I guess. I would not be the least bit surprised if it was supposed to come out afterwards. But it's not. But, like, what frustrated me was i was like this is another event in which our characters are in in a alternate version costume yep. of themselves mm -hmm. yeah um, well if you don't a like themed costume version yeah. of themselves if you don't like the spawn version of the dc universe how would you like a chilly version of the dc universe what's it like vikings and yeah yeah got viking swamp thing and chilly batman uh arctic freeze batman you know the thing is, with Endless Justice League and Endless Winter is a event that is written by people whose work I like, uh, which is about them fighting like a chilly bad guy. And it's like, first of all, shouldn't be nine nine issues. Secondly, it, like that should be fun and exciting. Where it's like, oh neat, look at them fighting cold guys. Ah, I don't know. Like that should be fun. But no, it's it, like it, it should it, be. It's, it's not. <laughs> Well, again, it's that issue where it's like we've talked we've talked ad nauseum on this channel about event fatigue, mm. and it, you we have been doing nothing but an event. Yep. And it. And you have the audacity to comp to to advertise it in this event that shouldn't even really exist. Mm. And at least you know here's the thing: the problem is like this nine part event is gonna it's not gonna be nine issues of Endless Winter. No, so, like, it's Endless Winter one through nine. It's cro it's it's crossing over. It's like. Kind of what Ten of Swords did. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a comic book story event where it's like it will chapter two is in Flash, chapter four is in Aquaman. You know, it's gonna be. It's interesting because some of them are do have the moniker of like Endless Winter, and then some of them are just just the next issue of. Aquaman. Which I'll be reading one of them. Yeah, but it still is gonna take twenty days to come out, and it's like that's too bad. Maybe more actually. Now that I think about it. Yeah, it's gonna take thirty days to come out. So that's too bad. Because like I don't think anybody's gonna have the heart or the patience to. They might. People spend might be. Issues. I mean, I think folk who are into DC and and are excited by it might be. And maybe this might be the yeah. You might be like I I got off the death metal bandwagon. This might be something that they're like I can do this. <laughs> I can handle this. That might be something that they're more interested in. Yeah. Um. So this might have been a good bet for them. But I think for people who have been on the death metal bandwagon and are like, why am I still reading this? It's like. Something else is coming out, and it's like it might happen. It might be in continuity. Like it might matter. Like we're having an event that's happening right now where they're like everything's gonna matter, and this event's gonna happen concurrently with this event, and this event's gonna be about like whether the, the this chili guy is gonna kill everybody, and it's like the, the the whole world or whatever. And I'm like the whole world's already dead. Superman's killing the world right now, and then they're all gonna like what come back and be like okay, put on your your, your Arctic freeze armor. 
because we're going to fight another bad guy. Like, I don't know. It's like when you do this too many times, you almost like run the risk of breaking the illusion for comic book fans who like are predisposed to enjoying colorful action figures punching each other. And it's like, if you do this too many times, you're going to break the mold and have people go like, um, this is all kind of dumb. Like, it could. It, it, you, you know what I mean? Like, if, you, if I'm stressed about, like, what's happening, and, like, I'm not saying I am, but I'm saying, like, if, I know people who are, who are, like, stressed about where this is going, what this what, what this means, and, you know, and, and, and where the future of this company is going to go, and where the future of this universe is going to go, this fictitious, this fictitious, uh, fictional universe is going to go. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like, and then also they're going to fight this cold guy. And it's like, I, I don't know. It, it feels like, uh, it feels like your friend asked you to move. And then, like, when you get to their house, they're like, you are still going to help me move, but I also need you to help me build this, like, birdhouse or something. Like, right. You know, it's like, it's it, it's that's a lot, man. No, it is. And I mean, like, and again, it's not just DC on their own, because, I mean, simultaneously, Marvel went from Empire into Ten of Swords. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that that could technically be two different audiences. Not everyone. They're, they're they are, yeah. but I mean, like, it is still, like, comic book event, comic book event. Yep. Metal was going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot for people, um, especially to keep up with the events, because it's like, if you want to read this um, Endless Winter event, you might be picking up DC books you don't normally pick up, which for them is great, because that's what they want to do. They want you to try these books out, and they want to make that extra sale on that book. Um, but it, it is a lot. Yeah. It's a lot to ask. Yeah, it's a big ask. Especially if, like, you're being asked to pay for the beers that are being offered to you to help them move. No, for sure. And I mean, like, that, like that's the same thing you could say about Ten of Swords, though. Where yeah. it's, like, it's 22, 22 parts. parts. And, like, you know, you might be trying to pick up books each week that you normally would not have budgeted mm-hmm. for. Oh, yeah. Um, Just to try to keep up with it. So, like, it is, it's a big ask. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, I say skip it. Like, don't get this. Don't pay any more for this book. But if you are like, I'm, I'm curious about death metal. Pick up this issue because this yeah. is where things actually start to matter. Yeah. And you get a thing they already did in the dark multiverse, a thing that you haven't seen before, where like Lobo makes little makes more Lobos, and they like literally did that in another dark multiverse book. Oh, did they? Yep. Oh. And I'm like, oh I, my god. I assume they're all going to fly around her. Oh, yeah. And, and be make like, like a, a Lobo, Lobo bullet. A Lobo bullet. <laughs> There'll be a low blow. Getting Arts with the Lobster says, also the Twitch channel needs more subs, so watch out. I'll be in the next one. Thanks, Aww, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Apropos of that, if you want <laughs> go to join that, you can go to twitch.tv slash I would love to just I love having you guys there just to chat. There's there's no pressure for subbing. You no. just come hang out. It costs nothing to follow. Uh Devil Ham says the best part of that battle is the eventual back issues episode. Wait, does that count as a tie-in? I'm gonna do a cover that'll look like a tie-in, I think. I'm gonna try that. I'll I'll I won't remember that. But I, I, I wish I did. I hope so. Uh but thank you very much for your super chat. <laughs> yeah, we are gonna cover it, and I promise I'm gonna try not to be like as much of a jerk about it. I am looking forward to not being on the couch for that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris Check, we call that the a the anti penultimate issue. <laughs> Thank you. The anti anti penultimate. Uh, Christian Barraza, I thought the omniverse was already a thing as of the multiversity, where it ends with the reveal that multiverse negative two or multiverse two omniverse multiple universe multi multiple multiverses. <sighs> Whatever, man. 
Silver Cricket, as a Wonder Woman fan, her big thing should be love and compassion for enemies. Uh, she is someone who inspires but does not lead. Well, she's doing that in this. <laughs> I don't mind. I think she can be a leader, and I, and I, I agree and like, too. Yeah, well, she's. I mean, she's, based on her, her, she's just designed to do that. Yeah, she's designed to be in front. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I was gonna say just with her military, yeah, background ish, right. ish. Yeah, that yeah she, she should be the compliment to Captain America, yeah. not Batman. But I mean, like literally, like no, like nobody is the hero of this book. It feels <laughs> like no one is the hero of Death Metal. <laughs> yes. Gabe Simmons, what do you think about Rorschach number two? I loved investigation of that building, and Jorge Fornes absolutely killed it. I didn't buy it. <laughs> I completely forgot that that came out this week. We said we were going to read it. I know, I know. Oh, bad. I literally saw it and was like, I don't have the patience to I read that right I now. I honestly didn't even see it. You know what, though? I went, yeah, never mind. That was on me. Yeah, Death Metal broke me. I was like, I got to stop. <laughs> I'll, I will talk about it later. Uh, Mr. DC Comics, Death Metal... Dark Knight's Metal and Doomsday Clock or serve serve the th same purpose to restart the DC Universe. One's John's, the other's Dio. Well, Death Metal's really Snyder. Well, it depends on where it started from. Yeah. Though. Like, I, I mean, what they're saying is like the impetus behind mm -hmm. the yeah. changes. Uh, Gurkpictus says, uh, do you think Thanos is going to be the next threat to Krakoa? He's an eternal, like Apocalypse, I think. Maybe they'll use the uh, XOS demons to fight him. Oh, the Ten of Swords demons. Oh. I don't think so. No, I don't, I don't think I, th I think Thanos is going to be the... Apo like, Apocalypse is the Thanos of this event. Yeah, he could be. Uh, Alex Cash is back. I made it tw two pages into Death Metal. I bet you remembered Lobo before I gave up. I want my money back. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember Lobo? Like, literally, Lobo's a moment where he's like, and I'm also a badass, don't forget. And I'm like, I, that's why I'm here. Like, that's why he's here. I get it. Uh, you know what it is, though? It's like... When everyone's saying ridiculous things, Lobo's lost. Right, he's like, what like, the hell? Like, that's his purpose. I could have, that'd be so funny if he did, if that was the book. Like, if he was in there and he's like, normally I'm the one who's outrageous, but this is all bullshit. Like, guys, we, this is, all right, here's the plan. Yeah, he shows up, we like, gotta, we okay. Gotta, we gotta get back to normal here, because I can't handle this. Yeah, he slams his, his, his meat hook into the table. He's like, all right, you bastards, just listen up. You're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing this. Because I'm the one who stands on the side to make fun of you assholes. But if everyone's Lobo, no one is. And no one interrupts the main man. Like, that would be amazing. <laughs> That'd be amazing. It just takes, you know, what that, you know what that is? We were watching Marvel 616 and we were seeing like Dan Slott in a cold, unfeeling room by himself writing a script telling another person in a, in a trailer a thousand miles away to do another thing. I miss the bullpen. You know, you know what we got out of the bullpen? The death of Superman. Now that being said, death of Superman is the worst thing. <laughs> but like, I, I like, like the synergy of these people, like being stuck in a room, smoke, like, chain smoking and eating like Butterfinger BBs and just desperately trying to hash out a story is like where you get creativity and story from. Like it's where it's, it's like, you know how people talk about like, you can't do, do uh, digital comics, it's print. No, comics is a bunch of sweaty, desperate, <laughs> tired people in their, in their 20s to 40s, just trying to figure out what to do with these action figures. Like, that's what I want. And it's like, that, that's how you get Lobo being like the, yeah. the, 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 the clear-headed leader of death metal. Yeah. Where he's like, the damn thing, look, this whole thing is like my album cover when I was in high school. The whole world, it looks like that. Yeah. And when that happens, there's, it diminishes me. No. <laughs> like, gotta get back to normal. That'd be amazing. And like, that's what happens when you get that moment. But like, if you're just by yourself and then uh, you get deathbed. And then the pillows. 
Oh, you like, meant the bed that eats. The bed that eats. Not deathbed the comic. No. Which is which no. is, a, which is a different thing. Totally different thing. Yeah, no. Uh, just some guy with a mustache. I come from the future. We all miss Ethan dearly after his massive aneurysm, hearing the words crisis energy and Dr. Manhattan in the same sentence. Uh, don't worry, I told him about Dr. Batman. Dr. Manbatten. Yeah. Uh, and he's already aware. I think it's... did No, that did not make it into letters page, but it will in the next one. Uh, but yeah, no, he he is not going to like this. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Um, he barely liked Empire. Uh, oh my god. What? What do you mean he barely liked he Empire? He didn't like Empire no, at all. I'm just saying, like, what, that's not a statement. He was like, are we almost done? <laughs> Can we go home now? Uh, Zachary Walker, I love Snyder, but I'm sick of him uh, and, and him dragging out the story. First Metal, No Justice, Justice League, Doom War, now this ended. Agreed. Yeah, no, for sure. I think he knows it too. Like, I think he can see the writing on the wall. It's almost like he's been threatened that, like, if he's not writing a Justice League book, he's not writing anything. Right. It's like, dude, no, you're Scott Snyder. You can write anything. That's why he's, uh, American Vampire's back. Yeah. You could do anything. Yeah. Just do, just, just, just go write indie for a bit. You're already doing it. You want to yeah. sell movies. They'll just pay you out the ass it. for them. <laughs> uh, Mr. DC Comics, the best way to see DC characters in 2020 are as actors. Warner Brothers will use them in ways to suit the director's vision. Um, okay. That's one way. Well, I'm just parsing that. I'm sorry. That's why I got. I, I was like, wait. Best way to see DC characters is 2020. Or as actors, like we're just gonna use them however you want. Oh, like the W, like like Warner Brothers. Like Warner Brothers is like use them to do this. Like yeah. tell, tell tell Batman that he's yeah. this now. Yeah, that's that's actually not that's actually not true, or that's actually not too bad. Like I kind of agree with that. Somebody remember that I wanted Lobo to pants Roglazar. Thank you. Yes. Also, Roglazar shows up and he's like, I've got an idea. And then Lobo's like, Whoop. no, 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 no. See, like, they win at the end, right? Everything's kind of back to normal. It's just Lobo sitting in space and he's like, he's I, like, got, I got one more thing to do. Yeah, one last thing to do. I got to pants Roglazar. <laughs> I got to, I got to kill Roglazar. <laughs> I hear he read, got redesigned again. Roglazar? Um, yeah. And he's like even more dumb looking. Anyway, uh, let's recommend some books, and then we'll and then we'll give away this Exo Man. <laughs> now, now that we've you know totally told you about how much we love these stories, let's let's, let's recommend some comics. Uh, the Daredevil number twenty four is written, of course, by Chip Zdarsky with art uh, this time by Mike Hawthorne, who does a nice job. Uh, I do prefer uh, Chichetto, Chichetto, but Hawthorne uh, does a nice job. Um, it's uh, part four of this uh, of the story arc, uh, Truth or Dare, or Truth slash Dare. Uh, good stuff all why, around. Why do they write his honor like that? I think because they have an intern doing these. Um, so yeah, Daredevil 24, I recommend that uh, this week. That is it. <laughs> okay. That's all I can recommend this week. I'm Guys, sorry. Guys, Tennis Stories is wrapping up. We are, we're, we're, we're down to the, to the wire here. We're going to be doing chapters 20, 21, and 22. This is, this is, I sound like I'm giving an assignment. Yeah. All this right. This week we're going to read chapters, chapters 20, 21. 21, and 22, and then we'll discuss next week after Thanksgiving and our, you know, turkey related comas. Yes. Um, uh, be safe. Uh, <laughs> so you're, in order to pick that up and continue from cable number six, you're going to pick up X-Men. Remember X-Men? Remember X-Men? That's the book you're probably reading. X-Men number 15 um, will house chapter 20 for you. Uh, that'll be written by Jonathan Hickman uh, with art by Mahmoud Asrar. Yep. Uh, so I think he's been doing a great job. So. I think so too, yeah. Did you want to hold that up? And... I'm just holding. Okay. Hashtag value. Uh, to get chapter 21, you'll be picking up Excalibur number 15. I think that's very apropos mm -hmm. for sure. I mean, again, we've been focusing so much on Saturnine. Um, we, of course, will be dealing with Apocalypse and Annihilation. So, yes. Um, 
Excalibur number 15 is written by Teeny Howard uh, with story with, by Jonathan Hickman uh, with art by Stefano Caselli. Yep. Uh, then you're going to move on to uh, Ten of Swords Destruction number one. You know, we had like the beginning kickoff, the mid check-in. Yep. Now it's Ten of Swords Destruction number one, mm-hmm. which would be chapter 22. Yes. Um, the Wheel of Fortune turns. Ha <laughs> Uh you know, Wheel of Fortune, Tarot, all that stuff. The cover is showing a big drag out, knockdown war cool. battle going on. This might be the issue everyone has been looking for. I think so. I think as we come to the end, I think we I might actually see everybody using their swords. Oh yeah. Um No doubt. And maybe Cypher comes back to Krakow with a wife. Who knows? I don't know. I bet he I does. Um this is written um by Teeny Howard and Jonathan Hickman, uh, with art by Pepe Laraz. Good. Uh, so you know it's going to look great. Yeah. But, yeah. So you know this book was drawn like a month ago. <laughs> yeah. So and that will wrap up our ten of swords. Yep. Um. And you know that is an extra long issue. Looks like it's yeah. forty four pages. Wow. So uh, it's actually more like it's twenty three parts, but we're going to pretend like it's twenty two. Right. Because it's all in one issue, uh-huh. so it's going to be an extra long issue. So make sure you have enough time. Yeah. To catch that into your reading schedule, everybody. Totally. Um. Over in DC, I know we just kind of were. We were, we were kind of like down on them. Yeah, but, um, but there are some light. I do like Justice League Dark. Uh, Justice League Dark number 28 is coming out, uh, written by Ram V. And um, and they have an artist doing it. I feel so bad. I never say this person's name. Monke right. Nahulapan. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we've been dealing uh, with the Upside Down Man. Um, we've been dealing with Zatanna's Sacrifice. And uh, let's see, we're going to find out what happens. So yep. I- I'm excited for that. Totally. A uh, big shout out uh, to DC, to Black Label, uh, to the Sandman universe. Uh, John Constantine Hellblazer number 12 is coming out. Uh, this is the end of Cy Spurrier's run. Uh, with, this will have art by Aaron Campbell. Aaron Campbell's kind of been the main artist on it, but uh, Matea Bagara has also done issues as well. Okay. Um, but Aaron Campbell, for me, I, I prefer his art. It's a little like grittier, but yeah. they're both excellent. Um this will wrap it up. Uh, it's going to be a 32-page issue. Wow, good. So it's a little longer. Good. They gave him a couple extra pages. A couple extra pages. It does come with a slightly higher cover price, though. Um, so happen. be aware of that. But this will be it. Uh, you can still pick up Volume 1 of this run. I'm sure Volume 2 will be coming out shortly. I also just want to say Conan's coming out. Because Conan hadn't been coming up for a bit. We just recently had a Conan issue. So Conan number 16 is coming out, uh, written by Jim Zub. So yep. go check that out as yeah. well. Uh, Zub loves Conan. If you want to know more, uh, yeah. if you want to get to know Zub, you should check out the last episode of Elseworlds Exchange, in we... which Zub and I talked about Mandalorian, but we mm-hmm. like, talk about everything else too. No, so. for sure. And there's a lot of other things coming out. I just grabbed some highlights. Yes. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people have asking us about, we've been hearing a lot about like Venom, because Venom's like the biggest book in the universe. I don't read Venom. Uh, I'm going to wait for it all to kind of like wrap up for Kate to quit the book until then is the king in black happening uh it's in the middle of it or something okay. like it's he's coming i don't know something like that what is he null i don't know i don't i don't care uh so we'll we'll i'll check that out later on i did read absolute carnage i was like that was cool so one day we'll do that on back issues but mm-hmm. uh, but i really need the context for it because i was like i was reading absolute carnage I'm like there's a lot of shit in here i don't know <laughs> like they're referring to shit and i'm like i don't even know who that is right, right, right. uh so i'll have to read that uh, Coach Pinot says, what's up with Amenth? She took the mask off. So Amenth is actually the place that they come from. Genesis is Apocalypse's uh, wife. She's wearing the Mask of Annihilation. The Mask of Annihilation yes. al- allows the bearer to have control over the Amenthi army. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Amenthi army has kind of like leached into Arako as well. But she is able to take the mask on and off. She has seemingly 
been strong enough to wear it and not have it drive her crazy because many cannot. She's probably already gone crazy. She probably has. But I mean, like, many have, like, been broken and, like, destroyed by this. And, like, she's seemingly still going. But she can take it off um, but and put it back on. Yeah. Um, That's kind of it. There you go. So yeah, uh, with that, we're going to uh, announce our winner. Uh, and of course, the way it works is you have to have been in the chat the entire time, or at the very least, you have to be here now. We're going to announce the winner. When we announce your name in the chat, just sound up. You're like, yo, it's me. Thank you. Or hooray. Or, you know, celebrate in some way. Just just say your name. Uh, or say that you did it. Um, and we will uh, we'll award you this. Now, when I do announce your winner, uh, email me, saladcompop.net. Let me know uh, it's you, and I will make sure that you get one of these. Nice. Um, the winner is, according to this, Justin Buffard. Uh, Justin Buffard, uh, you have won. You're in the chat right now. I just tag, I tagged Justin, so I'm guy with the mustache. I'm sorry, buddy. It's not you. <laughs> Justin Buffard. Mustache, I'll get you next time. When the pandemic's over, I'll see you at Zap, and you'll hook, I'll hook you up with something. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not you. It's not you, mustache. It's Justin Buffard. <laughs> But I'll even just, yeah. Whoops. Yes, Yay! that's me. All right, Justin, congratulations. You won this this limited edition, gold edition of XO Manowar number two. They've been using this promo art on literally everything. It's like the, it's just a gorgeous XO cover. Uh, but there's also a whole book in here. It comes out on Wednesday. This issue comes out on Wednesday. You will get a special edition of this book in the mail. Email me, saladcomicpop.net, and I will hook you up with, uh, with all the deets hey, from look, there. Looks like King of Black starts this week. That's what I thought. Yes, yeah, Kim, King, King Black, Black starts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, from there, I just want to say, uh, if you want to hang out with us more, follow us, twitch.tv slash comicpop to watch Tiffany play Miles Morales. Uh, I played it all by myself in the darkness while Tiffany was asleep. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I played a little bit with you. Yeah, you did. You did. It was very frustrating. You didn't get to hear me yelling at the screen about all the times the game glitched on me. I'm glad. Oh, hey, I kind of heard. I I, which I had my headphones on last night because mm-hmm. I didn't want to Yeah, be spoiled. Spoils. I was in the other room yeah. working on stuff. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, we'll see you guys next week with an all-new episode uh, of Off the Rack. Uh, be safe. Have a wonderful holiday if you are uh, from the U.S. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you, and uh, we'll Come see you guys go. afterwards. There will be no interruption of service. We're still going to have Elseworlds on Tuesday. Still going to have back issues on Wednesday, and there will be a back issues the following Wednesday. Like We, showed, we shoot everything ahead of time. Uh, Jake Tylenol also says, lately I've been noticing that things feel way too cynical. I don't get any enjoyment from most stories anymore any advice my advice jake would be uh i would get i would reach out to your comic book reading community in fact the chat i would say if you're still there tell jake your favorite comic book series that's coming out right now that you think he needs to pick up i would do the same i would say take a break just in general yeah but like stop reading whatever is making you frustrated yeah and then and then go ahead and grab like a trade Mm, like a a complete story of some kind yeah maybe something a little older yeah but uh yeah that's normally what i do is if i get like frustrated or or fatigued i read something that i really enjoyed uh but i do take a break from comics for a little while at least like a week or two Mm -hmm. um but you can take longer doesn't matter they'll be okay uh but you can take a break Read something you really enjoyed. Remind yourself why you liked them in the first place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like. I. I but. Uh, but I also would solicit like, what? What's? What's great? What can't I miss? What series I can't miss? Yeah. Yeah. No. For sure. And like for me, it's always like I, sometimes I just want a palate cleanser, and it's just that's usually where I go indie. Yeah. Absolutely. And like you can because a lot of times you can grab a story that's like you know x amount of issues and it's done, and yeah. so like you know it's not like going to be a huge time sink for you, but it's just something that's like 
oh, okay. Yeah, like, yeah. I read this. This is cool. You know what? Let me go check out something that's going on. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot here. of something's killing the children. Something's killing children for sure. Not a lot. Of, not a huge commitment to check that out. It's no. not like saying like read the, Saga. Yeah, like, once in future. I mean, like if if you still want to read writers you know, yeah. go check out some of their indie work. Yeah. Like if you're a Donny Cates fan, you might be a fan of Baby Teeth. You or might God be a Country. fan of God Country. God Country is like. I was it, like eight issues. It's very short. It's like I can't even remember. And it's point. like then it's done. But like, he is doing a sequel, but who cares? Don't read it. But you could just grab that and you can you can read that and be like, okay, cool. Exactly. Like, uh, Storm King also says, do you think Mariah's last life will be a reset of the current universe? Moira. With, Moira, sorry. <laughs> uh, do you think Moira's last life will be a reset of the current universe with some subtle changes? A la zero hour. Be well, stay safe. You too, Storm King. No. Uh, Tiffany's pitch that like they're gonna not do it. That like that'll be the setup is that they're gonna reboot it. And I mean, they won't. like I think it makes the most sense for them to yeah to reboot it. I'm just saying, wouldn't it be ballsy if they didn't? Yeah, I think so. Like, or they'll do it where it's like they reboot it and then seemingly because don't forget we still have not dealt with Destiny. Yeah. Um, and it could just be that like she was wrong about the number of lives. Right. And like Moira does have another one in her. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. So uh, yeah. Um. That's it. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks a lot for hanging out. Right? We're still doing Off the Rec next week, right? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. All right. Bye.